So I just got back from Barcelona. Yes. Yes. Excellent pronunciation. Uh, gracias. <laughs> and as I told you, I was there last summer. You were there last days. summer. Okay. Uh-huh. What did you do in, in, in Barcelona? We rented an Airbnb with a faulty laundry system. So a couple things flooded. A couple um, things flooded. Yeah. A couple things flooded. But other than, other that, than that, it was great. It was like it had a balcony. And so you could go out onto the balcony and like, look at the crowds, at the throngs. <laughs> you could observe the throngs. Oh, the throngs. And then it was nice. I like hotels sometimes, but sometimes I just want like a little kitchen and I, hang out time. I always do an Airbnb if I can. Always. Did you do one in Barcelona? Yeah. But it was an Airbnb, but it was basically a boutique hotel. Oh, basically. Okay. I wonder if you were right on La Rambla. We weren't on La Rambla in terms of, no, we weren't on La Rambla. Um, it wasn't that hectic. Okay. Another yeah. street. Darn. I should have looked this up before we chatted. It doesn't oh well. matter. We're oh moving well. on very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when you went, did you see any of the Gaudi stuff? I mean, yes, and I was obsessed. Yeah. I mean, La Sagrada Familia. Excellent Am I saying that correctly? Oh, yeah. I don't speak Spanish. But, Neither do I. Um, I could talk about that for a really long time. Okay, let's talk about it then. Because that's the one thing. So La Sagrada Familia is this huge-ass church right is smack dab in the middle of Barcelona. And it's like, it's designed by Antony Gaudi, who is this like Spain's architect, basically. Like they love Uh this man. I don't remember. He was like in the fifties and sixties, maybe. I don't know. He was in the olden times, but not oldie olden times. Running water olden times. And he, I learned an interesting story because I had a, like a tour guide when we went to visit the Sagrada Familia. And it's about his death. Lovely story. Anyway, this church looks like it was designed by five different people on some kind of drug-fueled, up for 28 hours, like, crazy adventure. With... Special guest, Dr. Seuss. Special guest, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> he came for some um, of the architecture meetings. He did. Also, um, George Lucas, <laughs> as oh, a child, yes. I guess. <laughs> George Lucas was there. George Lucas was there. Dr. Seuss. Um, uh, it was a dream team. <laughs> it, it was an absolute dream team and a, a very strange experience very colorful and aggressive but also like kind of like psychedelic but homey at the same time I don't understand it and as I'm sure you learned he when he died he left plans for this church that will continue 
come hell or high water uh-huh. until it's finished. It's supposed to be finished in 2025. Okay, they're still saying that? They're still saying I was saying gonna it. ask you that. And and everyone was like, Yeah, sure. But now they're like, No, no, no. We really do think like like people in politics have committed to this apparently and like campaigned on it but because last summer our tour guide said there's no way but maybe a lot happened in the past year i don't know because i look it would at be interesting it. to compare our like photos to see yeah. what's changed oh we should do that because the, maybe another tower has gone up or something <sighs> there was a star there was a star there's a big old star that was pretty new there's a christmas tree at the top now yes um yeah that sounds familiar um how are there still people living in the apartment building that is going to need to be demolished oh did you hear about that i didn't hear about that oh there is some housing drama going on housing drama to la sagrada familia oh no why do they have to take down a whole housing development to because it's gaudi's way (laughs) oh no was he a bad guy (laughs) (laughs) no i i think he was a lovely guy wasn't he so i don't know and i couldn't figure out from the internet all i know is goals right like here's here's a guy and he built other structures that are finished um, that are beautiful that one city. that's like in the middle of all the shopping and mm-hmm. it the balconies look like uh, the Boldest. lower half of like a bat skull yes and then there's another one that looks kind of um like a unfortunate skin disease yes that look kind of melty kind of like textured yeah. everything's very textured everything has that's very like stranger things yes right so the stranger like... things kids were there too he he yeah. predates all of this by the way and the 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 stuff in the sagrada familia that looks very star wars george lucas did visit before doing star wars so he definitely took inspiration yes that was according to my tour guide that makes a lot of sense it does make a lot of sense yeah but here's a guy that was like i'm gonna build this huge ornate church and but it's not gonna look like a church on the inside it's gonna have very um like rainbow pride windows and it's going Uh to have uh, all the columns are going to be staring at you with big alien eyes and long eyelashes. And also, maybe I'll be buried there. But also, here are all the plans in case I just don't get around to finishing before I die. I thought the inside was spectacular. It was the great. way the light comes in. It was great. So the... And apparently it changes like throughout the day. So some people come and stay all day. You to, to watch, watch the, the light, light change. Very cool. There's like sections. There's a green section almost, and then a a blue yes. section and an orange section, and it's lovely. It's lovely. Do you think that a lot of um, Spaniards do hallucinogens and then go sit in that church all day? I can only hope. Is that a thing? Spaniards. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, American podcasters. <laughs> What if say. I was, what if I was like there were no columns? What, what are you talking about? about? There were no eyeballs in those columns. 
Wait, like, I was but so the Jesus to see the the Kentucky Fried Chicken inside. Yeah, well, well, that was delicious. First of all, but the Jesus parachuting down onto the altar—that was real, though. So, um, I asked our tour guide a question mm. that later my husband pointed out maybe wasn't the most sensitive question, and it was, which was. What do you think Jesus would think of La Sagrada Familia? <laughs> which which Jesus? Sorry, the American Jesus, the Spanish Jesus, little boy Jesus, little oh the baby, little baby Jesus, little baby Jesus. Oh, I think little boy Jesus would have loved it. He would have been running around because it's all about being built in the name of Jesus and celebrating Jesus. This, the sacred family. La Sagrada yes. Familia, that's what it means. And I don't I from what I know about Jesus, would he be a fan of these monstrous ornate over the top years in the making? Like don't you think he'd be like, "Guys, I get it." But really, I don't need all of that. Um, I don't it's know. Like, because... I used to have mm-hmm. a great aunt who would like pile on the food, like on my plate, you know, okay. in the way that Jewish aunts do. Okay. And I don't need all of that to feel her love. I see. So the food was. So, I'm just... so I'm just... someone's what compensating for something. Jesus. Okay, so in this metaphor, you are Jesus. <laughs> yes. And, and the food represents the, the basically the, the Catholic the church. church, any church really, just any Christian church, Big just church. choose it. And you're like, as Jesus, you're like, hey, a PB and like, a nice PB and J would, would do yeah. just as well. Yeah, or maybe we should share all of this food share with other this people. Food. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think Jesus was into sharing. Yeah. Have you been to the Vatican? No. Holy balls of gold leaf, Batman, because that place, it's gilded. It's it's over the top. It is like yes. the Ru's, RuPaul's drag race of churches like uh, contoured uh, yeah, painted gonna, okay. for the gods mm-hmm. all of the mm-hmm. jewels and bedazzling and that's a lace front wig on that on that church there like i think jesus may not be um excited about some of the things that are going on in most churches today mm-hmm. that's fair to say yeah mm-hmm. yeah there are a select few churches i think that would probably pass the inspection although jesus wasn't really big on churches like how much time did he really spend at synagogue there, like that one time when he was 12 and he was like hey i got all these great ideas and they were like you would and Mary and Joseph were like, ha, 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 he's just, he's 12, you know, like, what the crazy things kids say. And then he never went to church again. Um, do you know that, that old joke about the, 
the guy who was um, stranded on a desert island, and then he was there for 10 years. And when he finally um, was rescued, he was showing his rescuers around the island. Oh, wow. Okay. This is where I sleep. Mm. This is the little shower that I concocted for myself. Wow. And then he got to this one structure and he said, um, this is my synagogue. This is where I go and pray. And then they said, oh, what's that other structure next door? And he said, oh, that's the other synagogue. <laughs> what? <laughs> the other One of my favorite. It's one of my favorite jokes in my family. Um, yeah, he just built it so he could be like, I don't go to that oh, one. Oh, I don't go to that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't go to that one. Okay, that's actually pretty good. That's, that's a pretty that's good a joke. pretty good joke. Yeah. I'm learning so much. You know what I'm doing? I'm you know I'm mm. I'm listening and I'm learning and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I can tell you a little funny story if you want. I would love. Yes, please. Um I did not grow up eating pork. But occasionally I'll eat it. Okay. Particularly if it's like hidden in Chinese food or something. Delicious. Um my husband though grew up uh not not Jewish. <laughs> um, and, and he had said a few times, Ooh, you know, um, pork chop, like pork chops might be really good one day. Like we should make pork chops. And so I decided to go buy some pork chops. Okay. Not knowing anything about them. So I went to the grocery store and I went up to the butcher and I said, Hey, I've never made pork chops before. Do you have them? And how do you recommend I cook them? Mm-hmm. And so he helped me out. And this woman standing next to me, waiting for her turn, she said, oh, you've never had pork chops. I said, no. I said, well, you know, I'm Jewish and I grew up like not eating pork and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Gave her a little too much information, but we were just chit-chatting. I like it. I get my pork chops. I go do the rest of my shopping. And then I go to the checkout line. And as I'm putting my belongings on the rolly thing, I hear this, excuse me. And it's that woman who was next to me, the butcher. And she taps me on the shoulder and she's holding a jar of jam. And she says, do your people like jam? (laughs) Okay. Whoa, whoa. We skipped so many steps in the, um, what is, what she, wow, she felt really close to you really fast. So I thought about it and I said, we love jam. (laughs) Every single one of us. We cannot get enough, can't get enough jam. jam. What was she? Morning jam, noon jam, <laughs> afternoon snack jam, jam. Wake jam. up jam, go to bed jam. jam. And I, I did ask her. That's a you know, it's a curious question. And she said, "Well, I'm going to um, a friend's house for dinner, and I thought I would bring a little housewarming gift. And they're Jewish, oh. and I was thinking that this might be good." It was so bizarre. And I said, your friend is going to love that jam. She's going to love this jam. I just know it. Just 
give her a spoon. Oh, she's with that Jewish. Jam. Say no more. <laughs> yeah, she's Jamish. That's all. Oh. <laughs> so every okay. once in a while, now that that's a, a story in our family, and we just like to say if we're having jam on yeah. toast or something like, ugh, so typical. <laughs> You love your jam. What can we, we love say? Our jam. <laughs> you love your jam. We love pastrami. Oh, Mel yeah. Brooks. Oh yeah. Florida and jam. And jam. Yeah. Wow, Florida. What a complicated relationship you must have oh, with boy. Florida. I don't. I'm not a fan actually, but yeah, I think I difficult. think a lot of Jewish people enjoy Florida. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to love about Florida. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. 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 Um. It's a shame uh-huh. is how I'll end that statement. <laughs> uh, ex- excellent. Excellent. I've learned a little bit more now about, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Um, about Gaudi and jam. Gaudi jam. Yeah. I. Do you know how, how he died? Gaudi? I don't recall. Okay. I didn't Wikipedia this, but I took the tour guide's, word as fact and according Mm. to the tour guide and here's the my relationship with tour guides i i book the tour guide for most experiences with the museums and the you know structures the basilicas and whatever because they get you past the line and it feels like a vip experience for not very much more money and they hand you those like uh earpieces you're supposed to put in the little you know to listen to them uh first thing i do is turn those off I put them in my ears, like, look, I'm listening, but I turn them off because I'm not really here to listen to you. I just want to get in quickly. Oh, I see. I want to be ushered through, but I don't want to want you talking the whole time. I just want to be in my own head experiencing it for myself. Was it a large tour? There was just a lot of, uh, our tour, it was only like six or seven people, but there were a lot of people around. Is it translating? No, it's so that they don't have to talk so loud. Because oh, if you have all these tour guides, like, talking loud, you know, and it's in a crowded okay. place, like the Louvre or uh, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, but I turn it off because I don't So the only thing I catch is, like, whatever's in, within earshot, which is usually mm-hmm. fine. So, and if I'm kind of tired of listening to the tour guide, I'll walk away, and they think I'm still listening, um, but I'm not. Anyway. Clever. Yeah, but I don't want to be rude. So I'll act like What if I'm everyone's listening. doing that? Could be. Could be. <laughs> Just a little insider tip for the next time you you go on a tour. But but the part of the explanation that I did get is how Anthony Gaudi died. He was leaving church one day and he gets he goes across the street jaywalking, I think, and gets hit by uh, one of those newfangled gadgets gets hit by a car. Cause again, I don't remember uh-huh. when he actually lived um, because of the way he was dressed. He he was dressed in like this. He just always dressed like someone who's a bit indigent, someone who maybe uh-huh. doesn't have. There was a lot of cloak action from what I remember of photos. Excellent. He was, wasn't he fond of the cloak? He was just fond of wearing clothes that hadn't been laundered, I think, and wearing them for a good long time, well past, he he did not have a good tailor, apparently. So, Mm -hmm. because when he got hit, nobody could tell, like, who he was, because back then he didn't have, like, an Instagram 
following and all of that. At Gaudi. Uh, yeah, at Gaudi Sagrada Familia. That big shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hashtag never finish anything. <laughs> that would have been his whole thing. Like, leave it unfinished, you know? Don't the pressure, the pressure of having to finish something, let it go. Let Just it go. keep building. Well, especially it. when you have when you have other people gonna who are gonna finish exactly. it for you. Exactly. Let other people yeah. finish it for you. Just yeah. live your life until you die. And he mm-hmm. did because they took him to like the hospital for homeless people, which as you can imagine, was not great. Not not a yeah. great. And then by the time right. his friends and family figured out where he was. And they were like, dude, you're in the poor people hospital, but you're gouty. We have to take you to the rich people hospital. And he was like, no, that's okay. I'm good here. Like, I'm fine. And I think he got an infection and died. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. So, uh, yeah. What's the moral of that story? The moral of the story is get your clothing tailored to your body. I was going to say. Buy a size bigger. And tailor it in. Mm -hmm. And that way, when you're hit by a car, they'll Mm -hmm. take you to the good hospital. And you won't get an infection and die before you can finish the huge, massive, expensive, surely, um, church uh, that you're building in reverence to a person who was objectively against opulence and riches and all earthly possessions actually yep and kind of spent his time with the bros having dinners and hanging out with prostitutes i mean as we all do sounds like a great night exactly <laughs>